let's get real. Being a boudoir photographer is a lifestyle. Everything that we do or feel in our business inadvertently melts into our personal lives. Hi, I'm Bethany. I'm a boudoir photography coach that helps other boudoir photographers thrive and bring clarity to their work, life, and everything in between. I share about the insane highs and crashing lows of having a boudoir photography business and in life. It's like joining your bestie for a cup of your favorite matcha almond milk latte and talking all things this boudoir photographer life has to offer. Attention all boudoir photographers. Are you ready for an exclusive backstage pass to the world of boudoir? Introducing my exclusive Patreon membership for boudoir photographers like you. Join my inner circle and gain access to a treasure trove of boudoir photography expertise, tips, and inspiration. Immerse yourself in a supportive community where creativity thrives and confidence is celebrated. There are three membership tiers inside of Inner Circle. The Onyx membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants exclusive extra podcast episodes. The Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants a little bit more with my done-for-you profitable pricing guide for boudoir photographers, camera basics course, behind the scenes of photo shoots, and live Q&A. The Rose Gold membership is for the boudoir photographer that wants it all. I get it, me too. <laughs> it includes everything from the previous memberships that I mentioned prior, plus courses on Facebook marketing and five boudoir poses that generate 1K sales, plus live Q&A. Elevate your skills and in-depth with in-depth tutorials that will take your boudoir photography to new heights. Click the link in the show notes to become a part of our Patreon family today. Hi, welcome to episode 51 live recording of Q&A today. So um, yeah, um, I, if you have any comments, I'm trying to see how I can see them. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to ask them live and go ahead and comment in the comments below. Comment in the comments below. Okay. <laughs> okay, so today's kind of an episode trying this out, this new thing out where I show up live in the group, you guys ask your questions. These are also the ones I'm going to cover today are pre-submitted questions. And uh, yeah, we'll just, I'll answer them to the best of my capabilities, give you a little bit of coaching along the way and uh, go from there. Sound good? And if you have any follow-up questions, once again, leave a comment in the comments. And if you're catching this on the replay, go ahead and type in hashtag replay. And then uh, let me know what your question is. Or if you don't have a question, just put in replay anyway. So then I know that like people are actually benefiting from this. So yeah. Okay, let's jump into it. So our first question comes from Marcy. And she's asking, well, these are just some of the struggles that people are having within their business or, you know, just thinking about starting their boudoir photography business. So Marcy says, I'm just starting. It all seems overwhelming. So Marcy, if you're watching this, I want you to take a deep breath. We're going <sighs> to we'll do another one. Deep breath. And then one more. Yes. 
it can be the reality of it is is that it it seems overwhelming but until you dive in and just like break everything down do one little piece at a time and then eventually you'll build up to already having this incredible infrastructure of your business and you know you may see this with campaigns that you might launch in the future. I don't know if this is like too far <laughs> ahead, but um, I just want to share everything that I know and have experienced. Um, once you have everything set up, like there's a, let me, let me backtrack. There's a season for hustle and there's a season for rest. And when you first start up, there's a little bit of hustle for it because it's like, you got to do all these things. I'm going to go through the different steps in which um, you can do this and start your business without feeling overwhelmed. So if you're watching this, write this down. Okay. So first, number one, breathe. <sighs> okay. Number two, um, you're going to have, uh, you got to have a, sorry. Yeah, num that is number two. Anyway, you got to have a good mentor or coach helping you along the way, because here's the thing when you're starting out with your, your business, if you've never done, if you don't currently have a, a portrait photography business or a wedding photography business, there's going to be a lot of things that come up for you. That's like, oh, am I, am I too expensive? Maybe I am because one person said I was expensive. Your mind is going to go all over the place and you're going to second guess yourself and you need someone in your corner to help you talk yourself down to be like, oh yeah, why did I want to do this in the first place? And then whatever comments that you hear from people, don't tell your best friend about it <laughs> right away. Um, I feel like when I shared my business idea with my mother, she was like, what? No one's going to pay for that. Well, guess what? She's paying for it. So mom, I know you're in here, so you can share your story if you want. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, having someone in your corner that's already been there and doing the thing. Uh, second or thirdly, you're going to want to build a portfolio because you can't do it. You, you can't sell what it is that you're trying to sell without showing people what it is that you're selling. Unless you're a really insanely good salesperson. Um, because I see this a lot in the coaching program that I do assisting the booked photographer is people want to put the horse before the cart and sell things that people aren't really seeing yet. And so you got to show them what the experience is like. You got to show them um, what kind of images you can produce. And then they need to really get to know you. I know we always want to hide behind our cameras <laughs> and not show up in our feed. No one wants to go in their private Facebook group and do a live. And it's scary. But the thing is, is like, you need to realize that you have an intention behind the things that you're doing in order to build that no like trust factor with the people that you're going to be working with. Because honestly, people don't hire the best photographer, they hire the person they know. And that's true. That's super true with the boudoir world because people are getting taking their clothes off and getting naked in front of you so why wouldn't they want to know you <laughs> and trust that you do a good job and it's also like a matter of like I'm going off on going off the script here but um a matter of how people how you make people feel that I think it's that Maya is it Maya Angelou's quote where it's like at the end of the day people won't remember what you said or what you did 
but they'll remember how you made them feel. So keep that in mind. Okay, so then fourth, once you have that portfolio set up, you got to have a website because you have to have a presence online to where people can, it's like your hub spot, you know, you got to have people. Um, oh, yeah, just check out the images on my website. Uh, check out the lead form. You can sign up for a shoot there, blah, 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 blah. Because then people get a better idea of what it's like to work with you, getting to know you a little bit more. Um, and then you can build landing pages off of that. And then you, it just, it just keeps like going on layer after layer after layer. Um, also an Instagram account does not substitute a, a website. Um, because anyone can have a, a uh, Instagram account. Um, I'll share this story. This is actually something that happened with, um, Sarah. So, uh, Sarah is my virtual assistant. She's also been a client with me several times. She was in my model, or it wasn't a model program. It was called Boudoir Influencer. So it's kind of like a referral uh, program. Um, but then also she came in and did a bunch of photo shoots with me. And then she got images from that as well. And so she posted one of her photos. And then someone else took it and put it on their profile without her permission. And this guy who we just like blasted up. I hate doing that. But if it's like someone else's work that they're claiming as their own, we all know that's not right. But this person also had other images on their site that was like not consistent with the work that he was showing from. And you can tell it's like other people's work. But it was just like, um, you can't really, <laughs> there's no like credibility with Instagram. Like anyone can sign up for a, a business account. Um, so yeah, just keep that in mind. And then you can also, you know, you can max out your website to having all these different features, like a chat feature. And like I said, a landing page, um, you could just get real crazy with it and um, make it whatever you want. Because honestly, I know we're on um, F book. I don't want to say it out loud, but you eventually want to get these people into like some kind of an email funnel as well, because this platform could shut down tomorrow. You don't know. So you need to have one thing, one area that they can engage with you offline as well. All that to say, let's get into speaking of Facebook. Um, after you have your website down, you'll want to do a Facebook business page and then an Instagram business page, uh, and then convert those people to come over to your join your email list. But once again, you got to show up in places. This also kind of tails into marketing too. And you kind of like do this as you are moving along building as you're building your website show up on Instagram show your face do a reel um you could share like other client experiences or like your experience if you've had a boudoir session too and people will really love that um and you, it's also another place to show your portfolio and engage with people but ultimately you want them back on your website um let's see we're at number six You'll want to set up your Facebook pixel. And there are a million YouTube videos on how you can do that based on the type of website platform that you have. I know this is a lot. So if you have further questions, please feel free to comment if you happen to watch this. Um, I know that this is going to be, it's episode 51. But if you have any other comments or want to share anything, you can head over to my website at Bethany M. 
quinn.com and uh, leave a message for me. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, so then seven, seventh, yeah, seventh, uh, you'll also need to set up a landing page based on the campaign that you're going to run. This is like version 2.0. <laughs> um, so just worry about, and then from there you'll create, number eight is you'll create an ad. So really all you need to worry about right now is just setting everything up and um, thinking about that before you take the next steps and just like work on it a couple, I, I mean, I like to work on things for about an hour at a time or you can make it 30 minutes or 20 minutes. But I mean, you could, your business is your business. You can make it whatever you want. You can do as many shoots as you want during a week. You can take on as many clients as you want. That's the beauty of working for yourself. I love it. Okay. So our next question, let's see, is, let me grab a sip real quick, comes from Cassandra, and she's struggling with posing. So I have a couple of resources for you. One of them is the free, the freebie. Um, it's called Five Boudoir Poses You Must Get at Your Next Session. Um, it's a guide based on my like five core poses that are actually like buy, um, people buy these images from these poses and the thing is oh I'll get into this a little bit hold, hold on a second so the guide will tell you how like what to say to your client and like what kind of props if you need any props it's mostly just like um like people leaning against chairs or against walls those kind of props not like like your husband's uh, football jersey or whatever. Um, you don't need any of it, anything like that. So it just uh, walks you through step-by-step step on what you can say to your client, how to get them in, into those positions, that sort of thing. Secondly, I all, shameless plug here, uh, I also have a self-guided course called Five Boudoir Poses That Generate $1,000 Sales. Um, these are the same poses that are in the freebie and we go through the freebie and talk about it but then I show you additional angles and different things that you can do to change up the image a little bit that also generates quite a bit of income during your sales sessions that work for me all the time um, I think there was something there's a lot of people struggling with posing um, so I would check those out. They're at bethanymquinn.com um, on the homepage. It should, if you scroll down where it says um, courses, uh, it should take you there. If you want more information on it, feel free to send me a DM or um, anything. So, or questions, anything like that. Um, but the thing is, is like, I know in the beginning, and as we're trying to build our posing flow, it may seem like, oh yeah, five poses, why would I want to mess with that? But if you use these five poses, there's more that you can do within each pose. So you, so your client doesn't have to move. You do the moving and the shooting and change up the lighting a little bit. Um, because we collect these poses as we're starting out. When we're building our portfolio, it's like, oh my gosh, I get this client here. I have to worry about hair and makeup maybe and all the like pre-shoot prep stuff. And now I have to worry about like, what? okay, she's here and she's ready to go. What do I do with her? And that can be very overwhelming. Um, I have used clipboards in the past just to be like, hey, 
I have a couple of ideas that I wanted to do. This just helps me stay on task. And they're like, oh, okay, great. It helps me be more creative. And um, there's no like judgment from my client thinking that like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, she's like, oh, good. This helps with your process. Great. <laughs> um and we have this collect, you know, we're starting out, we do um, all these other different things that we're thinking about. And then we get to the shoot, we are doing, we're trying to pose them, but like we, instead of sticking to like a couple of poses that we know is going to work really well and produce images that they're going to really love, we just hoard different types of posing. I think there's a guide floating out around out there. That's like a thousand boudoir poses. And it's like, no, I want something that's going to be easy to remember that I can implement and build off of. I don't need a thousand poses. I don't need to bring a book <laughs> to my shoot and clip it to my clipboard and uh, be like, okay, so our first pose here, here we go. So if you just like break it down to the components, just bare bones, five poses, that's all you need. That's all you need. And then if you want to be a little bit more creative, then that allows you to do so. I'm just going to check the comments really quick. Um, but that's my two cents on that. And then also that's at bethanymquinn.com for the, the freebie and the self-guided course. Okay, so let's see what else do we have here. I have a ton of Q&As, like questions on here. I have like a little spreadsheet. Um, with people's information on what some of their biggest struggles are in their business. Um, let's see, poses and editing. It always has like, it's like marketing, marketing and posing, 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 pricing and posing, posing. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we're done with the posing portion. So this person, Alice, um, she, her question is, well, she's having struggles with posing and editing. Well, we just talked about posing. So the editing process, um, it all depends also on your own style. How far do you want to take it? Um, the more, the longer I have been shooting, the less editing I want to do to a person's features. Um, when I'm in a sales session with people, I keep it open-ended where it's like, you know, we do very minimal editing. We try to get rid of anything that's like on the face that's not going to be there in like six months. Um, but if there's anything else you want me to do, let me know. 90% of the time we can do it. And um, a lot of the times they're like, you know what, this is who I am. I really love, I, I love myself and I love the way I look and um, I don't want you to do anything else so then we don't but then I've had people that like want me to adjust a breast or like a butt or <laughs> something else but I'm also like I don't want them to feel like they are not themselves when they come in for a boudoir session with me because I very much want them to feel like themselves um, if your business is built around the way you edit, as far as you just like, I mean, my mother comes to see me and she's like, get rid of all my wrinkles. I'm like, whoa, okay, whatever you want. But then I also have clients that are like, no, I don't want you to touch anything. Like just get rid of blemishes. That's it. So then that's what I do. So 
I don't feel like there is a stand. Well, it depends on where, what your school of thought is, but I personally feel like there isn't a standard to editing because it is based on the type of work that you want to do. But if you do decide to do go whole hog with editing everything about a person, make sure they know what they're getting themselves into first before you start doing that before their reveal appointment. Um, okay. Did I cover all that? All right. And then Ashley, she's our fourth question. Okay. And she's struggling with booking. So booking is so, I feel like just that one word booking. It's like, okay, is it your marketing? Is it the way that you are following up with people? Is it what you have on your website? Maybe you don't have a website. Um, so it's pretty vague <laughs> about like um, how I can help you with just that information alone uh, because there are so many different moving parts to a business that could create one problem to go, what issue that you might have, you might think it's like, Oh my gosh, my prices are too high. But really, it's just the way that you are marketing your Facebook ad, for example. Um, that sort of thing. Maybe you don't know your ideal client. Um, that's also very important too. Okay. Um, I have one last question. I always like to keep these episodes pretty short because I do enjoy a podcast episode that's like under 10 minutes, but we're reaching the 20 minute mark. So um, I'll address this one last question. If I don't have any comments or questions, then uh, or any other anything last minute that pops up, then um, we'll go ahead and call it. Okay, so this comes from Jess. And she's asking, could we get guidance on what's an upgrade or pricing for us to set our packages? So like um, your boudoir photography business, there are so many different moving parts when it comes to pricing and it is so personal. Hold on a second. So um, Your pricing, it's personal because you have to take your own finances and your own budget into account. And um, also, like, what is your cost of doing business? And, like, to keep how much it is to keep your doors open, that sort of thing. So if you see guides out there that are like, oh, a done-for-you pricing guide, just stay away from them because those people aren't going to know what your needs are. So what you'll need to do is make a list of all of your cost of living expenses and then all of the cost of doing your business. Um, once you figure out that number, what did it do it by um, annual and month to month? Um, like for, you know, personal finances, uh, your cost of living would be like your mortgage payment or your rent payment. Uh, how much is it for your electricity bill, your cell phone? Your cell phone could also be under uh, your business as well. Um, talk to your CPA about that <laughs> as far as like write what you can write off on. Just a little side note there. Um, and then um, let's see that from there, you can get a, an idea of like, okay, this is how much I have. This is how much uh, my business is running off of to make it 
run the way I want it to. And then you can adjust your prices to reflect that. So, and then make goals based on how much you want to make, you need to make per shoot in order to get to your monthly goal. And then that you can also decide on how many shoots you want to do per month and then what that target goal is as well. Um, it's really complicated, but once you do it, the less complicated it is. Um, just set it up. I hope that answered your question. Um, if not, let me know. Um, as far as upgrades, I'm in pricing structures for me personally. Um, I've run the gamut. Uh, <laughs> I had done a la carte. I've done, I used to have like six different packages for, and they were all albums. And that wasn't very profitable for me because, of course, no brainer. I like to produce really good work. I'm sorry. If someone is going to spend like the, my bottom package at the time was $1,000, I still want them to get a good quality piece of work. Like I just I can't justify not having like a really like unthick page album just because they've dropped, they didn't drop as much money with me as I've wanted them to, if that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> but now I am doing the three, the small, medium and large structure where it's like, um, sit, you have like a cluster of six images as your bottom package, your medium package is 12 images, and then your top one is 24. And then um, based on my, what I offer, is just I like to have my bottom package at two thousand, then three thousand, and then four thousand, and then my session fee. I also have that as well, um, but I like to use that session fee in a way to like get them in the door to be like, okay, well, to work with me, you have to. It's the retainer fee is four hundred dollars, but then that gets applied to any packages that you want. I also offer um, single images as well but guess how much my single images are four hundred dollars so I'm not like if anything like they're just giving getting like a free image that comes with their session okay but then like you know there is the risk of them having a no sale but that really happens like maybe five to seven times out of the year um, just based on budgets, maybe they didn't read all the information that I sent over because that's definitely a real thing. Selective amnesia <laughs> and just being like very communicative over your pricing guide, that sort of thing. Um, but I would just, where I would start is, um, oh, I also offer wall art too, which is kind of like an a la carte situation. I've never had anyone come in and be like, I just want this piece of wall art. And then it's just the one image. They are always getting like a collection of images along with a piece. Um, and then you were talking about upgrades, but upgrades. Um, so if they wanted, say they order like a like my medium collection um, or my middle collection. And um so my middle collection has 12 images and they pick out 15. Well, if they, since they're already getting that, that, that middle package, the package itself is going to be more cost effective per image versus if they just get a single image a la carte. So a la carte, it's 400 for my medium package. I think I don't have my pricing guide with me. <laughs> it's 
a lot more. It's cheaper than that. So then they get the collection, anything after any other images they want past the 12, um, then they get it at that price per image because I want to reward them for spending money with me and doing a collection. I hope that makes sense. If not, let me know in the comments if you're rewatching this. Um, but yeah, that's basically the gist of it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get off here. Um, thank you all for submitting questions. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you all soon. Thanks. Foodware Business Education is supported by our listeners. If you'd like to be a supporter, please contribute on the button in the show notes and we'll give you a shout out during our broadcast. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie, podcast editor and multimedia artist, BB Quinn Photography, a black and white boudoir photography studio that helps the modern woman feel more confident in her own power. And of course, thank you for listening.
During a boudoir session, there's a lot of things going on. You have to think about the lighting, location, organize hair and makeup, and the list goes on. Once you finally get to shoot, your palms start to sweat. What are you going to do with this client? No worries, friend. I got your back. I compiled a guide just for these sweaty palm moments. These are my top poses that generate $1,000 sales. So not only are you getting guidance, but you're also generating revenue. Pretty cool, right? So claim yours by heading on over to bethanymquinn.com for your complimentary guide, five boudoir poses you must get at your next session. Does this sound like you? Do you get frustrated from not having consistent boudoir bookings? Are you confused about not knowing when your work is good enough to make that first 1K sale? Are you not sure how to profitably price yourself for your boudoir services? Well, that's exactly what I teach in the Boudoir Business Roadmap. So in this 16-week coaching program, I teach you my tried and true methods to help you create your profitable boudoir photography business from A to Z. Get booked out months in advance, conduct same-day sales, and price for profit with four-figure sales. You can sign up for the waitlist via the link in the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this Foodwar Photographer Life podcast. If you have any questions, reach out to me on Instagram at Bethany Quinn Studios. Special thanks to Sarah Wilkie from Wilkie On Demand and Bethany Quinn Studios. Mm-hmm.